Oh girl, you are in for a treat today. So I have my friend, Elise Rooney, that I am interviewing. While I am passionate about all things network marketing, business, strategy, leveling up, all the stuff, something else that I am super passionate about is health and wellness. God has given us this one body and we are a steward of it. Are we using it wisely? Are we fueling it wisely? And I want to share my friend Elise with you. I've tried, always tried to be healthy, eat clean. I mean, as clean as possible, but I mean, street tacos. We know my passion for street tacos. So I reached out to my friend Elise because as I've been on this journey of really understanding why it's so important to eat healthy and what does that mean, I ran across an episode that Elise had done and it opened my eyes to a lot of things. So I've asked her to kind of demystify this whole idea of healthy living because if you're like me, it's either you eat Oreos all day or you farm your own five acre plot of land, right? Anyone else there with me? Well, there has to be something in the middle, right? So she has broken it down for us. No, it does not mean that you have to go buy all organic. You do not have to go grow your own food. While maybe you will get there, that might be what lights you up. But maybe you're like me and you're like, no, that's not really. I mean, I cannot keep a fern alive. I can't keep a cactus alive. How in the world am I going to keep something else alive? So maybe that's where you fall. So if we can simplify it and demystify it, yes, please. I feel like there will be more of us who will just start taking those small little steps to a cleaner, healthier way of life. And that's exactly what Elise does. She is telling us about two things you can start doing right now, today, to really start that journey. If you're already on the journey, then you know what? Add these into it. You're probably already doing it. Um, and and you know, amp things up just a little bit more. But hop on in and let's take a listen. Plus, she's Australian and absolutely adorable. A little caveat, she is not a nurse. She's not a medical professional. This is all information that she has learned on her own personal health and wellness journey. See you inside. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing direct sales business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture? ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, 
go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or eighth time. I mean, I know how it goes. And let's get started. I am so excited to have Elise Rini with us today. She is from Wholesome Mama Podcast, and she is Australian and has the cutest little accent. Of course, she says she doesn't, but we all know it's absolutely adorable. So, Elise, thank you so much for joining us today. Can oh, you thank tell you. us about yourself? Sorry, I like totally cut you off. <laughs> I was just going to say, thank you for having me. <laughs> So this is how it's going to go. Okay. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about you, your family, and I already said you live in Australia, but tell us about that because that's just so much fun. Yes. Yeah, so I'm Elise Rooney. I'm married and I live with my husband and our three kids. We have three under three and a half. So it is wild in our house. Um, we live in Newcastle in Australia, which is just north of Sydney and is pretty much a little hidden paradise. And yeah, I don't think I'll ever move away because we just have, it's just beautiful here. So <laughs> I'm going to have to come and visit once, uh, once everything is allowed. Once you can. Once I can. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Did you grow up in Australia, born and raised? Yeah, yeah, Newcastle, born and raised. Yeah, I have traveled a lot. So um, I've actually seen more of the US than I have seen Australia, which is funny, but uh, my bucket list is to see all 50 states. And I think I'm up to 20 something. I have to check. But so anyway. Oh my goodness, you've seen more of the states than I have. <laughs> yeah, well, I have family over there and they've moved around a bit. So We've done the RV and driven from LA to Colorado and then down to Florida. And then my home away from home is New York City. I just, I just love New York City. Oh, I mean, it is pretty awesome. But anyways, we could talk anyway. for hours as we have already been chatting and we're like kindred spirits just on different continents. But can you tell us a bit about your journey and your path to wellness. I was so just fascinated. I think the first episode I listened to of yours was where you spoke with a friend about um, birth control. I, my mind was blown and um, you shared a little bit of your journey. And I just know that my listeners will be just as amazed and enthralled with what you have to share. So let us hear a bit of that. Yeah, so I um, have a history of endometriosis and I guess that's where my journey kind of started was I was like always, always had problems with my hormones and my cycles and all that sort of stuff um, from high school. Uh, like through school, I would have to take days off a month uh, and it was kind of awkward because everyone knew like, oh, Lisa's away from school, so must be her time of the month. <laughs> anyway. Um, and so if anyone knows anyone with endo, um, the only way to get diagnosed and the only way to really treat it is through surgery. So it was after my third surgery in three years that I, um, kind of was like, there has to be something else like, and the problem is with endometriosis, it's such an unknown 
disease. Like no one knows what causes it. No one knows what's going to cure it. Every cure out there has been busted as a myth, um, which is annoying. But uh, so as a young 22-year-old, after my third surgery, I was, I think, six months married. And my doctor said, if you want kids, you're going to have to have them now because you probably won't be able to have them at all. Uh, so, you know, six months into your marriage, you, you want to have a baby? <laughs> like, no, we've got plans to travel and do all the things. Anyway, so I then um, went and saw a naturopath. And I don't even really remember why I thought I should go and see a naturopath. I think um, the church that I was at at that time, um, my pastor had, um, she had seen a naturopath and kind of talking with her and she kind of mentioned um, that she finds her naturopath really helpful. So I went and saw a naturopath and uh, she gave me some disgusting drinks to take and like, but said, you know, you have to stop filling your body with all this rubbish if you want to have a baby. If you want to have a baby, it starts now and getting your body prepared, um, undoing all the harm that's being caused by these pills that you've been taking. Uh, And I was like, excuse me, harm that's been from these pills? Like I thought they were just regulating my period and stopping me from getting pregnant. But actually... The pill, and I'm totally digressing, but anyway, the pill um, is like a Band-Aid for your hormones. For So for all the symptoms, we go on the pill to regulate our cycles. We go on the pill to help fix our skin. We go on the pill because maybe we have heavy periods, but it's actually just a Band-Aid. It's not actually dealing with the root cause of that problem. Um, so we'll kind of, going into that journey, we ended up, Um, falling pregnant after a few months of trying and having a beautiful boy and then about I think it was about five months old and I um, went to a workshop uh, and it was someone running a workshop around essential oils and how they can really be used to help benefit our health and wellness and I had never heard, like I went to this workshop because I had a five-month-old and like I was like, girls night out, hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I, and in the workshop, the girl said, I'm like, stop spraying perfume because it's synthetic fragrance that is actually disrupting your hormones. And that for me was like a light bulb went on and I went, hang on a second what do you mean my perfume? I wear perfume to be beautiful. I wear perfume to be more feminine. I, and you're telling me that it's actually attacking my hormones. Um, and for someone who has dealt with for years and years prior, I've had like five surgeries now um, for a hormone disease. I don't, they still don't even know what you call it, but anyway, um, that, Yeah, I found out that one thing I was doing every day that I didn't know was harming me was actually causing my body so much more damage. Um, So then I went down, I guess, kind of just, I then just started this journey of, okay, what, what else is causing me damage? What else am I putting on my body? What am I putting in my body that actually isn't helping me to thrive? Because, right, we can go on, we can eat all the things, we can use all the things and we can survive. 
but it was then going, actually, I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive in life. I want to have energy. I want to be vibrant. I want to have good skin. I want to have good sleep. Um, so that was kind of then like the big catapult into my health and wellness journey. That was a very long answer. No, I love it. Well, I think it's important to have all that background because it wasn't like I just woke up one day and I decided I was going to get rid of all of this. And I love how the Lord took you on that journey of little by little where you're like, wait, what? Because we do, we look at our doctors and think, okay, well, they say to take this. Okay, this is what we take. This is what we take. And sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. And when I heard you say about spraying perfume, I don't wear a ton of perfume, but it was like, oh my goodness, what is it doing to my kids? What is it? And they love the lotions that are like stinky. It like gives me a massive headache every time they put them on. Um, but what is this doing? I'm, I, I kind of want to go and throw it all away, but I, I just think it's so amazing that journey. Have you seen a difference in your endometriosis once you started cleaning things up? Yeah. So in the, so with perfume for a second, so the term fragrance is basically a chemical cocktail of anything you can put anything into a um, into a bottle. I'm using my scissors into a bottle, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and call it fragrance. And you don't have to disclose to anyone what is in there because it's a company secret. So when you are looking at a bottle of anything, if it has the term fragrance on it, that to me is like red flag. Don't put it near me. Because if they don't want to disclose what's in it and hide it under the term fragrance, then chances are you don't want that to go in your body. So, and where are we spraying perfume? Thyroid, breast tissue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, um, yeah, that's, and I forget the question that you asked now. That's okay. That's why we, that's why we're good. We're good together or bad. I'm not sure which it is. Uh, No. Have you seen a difference in your endometriosis once you've cleaned things up or, or got rid of those things? Yeah. So massive. So before I started on my, um, started living more with, I guess, wellness in the forefront of my mind. Um, I, yeah, was eating all the things, using all the products, cleaning my house with just stuff from the supermarket because I didn't know. Um, and yeah, every month, twice a month, so ovulation and period, I was down and out, like passing out from pain, would be in hospital in pain um, and would have a surgery about once a year. Whereas since I've started, uh, I've had one surgery um, and that's just when I wanted to fall pregnant again. They just decided that that it would be wise to go in and have another surgery and just clear everything out. Um, And I don't, I've got a naturally regular period. I don't black out from pain. I'm not saying that I don't have any pain because I certainly do still have a little bit of pain, but it's nowhere near what it was and I can manage it. Um, And it's even funny when I could tell, particularly with what I eat, um, I can really tell pain wise and bloating wise and inflammation wise, if I'm really loading my body up with 
all the yummy things that I shouldn't eat. <laughs> but the difference Isn't that is huge. interesting. Mm. Wow. Isn't that interesting though, that God created our body to really monitor itself. Like when we, when we fuel it with the things it's supposed to be fueled with, it feels one way. And when we fuel it with things that it's not supposed to be, it reacts in different yeah. ways, whether it's inflammation to, you know, from A to Z, there's, there's probably a whole gamut of ways that we, and we just learn to live with it, unfortunately, rather than yeah. changing it. Yeah. We don't know how, and that's the sad thing is because we don't know this and we just use these things all our lives that we don't actually know how good our bodies are meant to feel. We don't know that we're actually meant to wake up and feel energized when we wake up. We don't know that we're not meant to bloat. We don't know that we're not meant to have headaches because we're just so used to it because it's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a person that's always tried to be healthy and I've entered into like the next level of healthy where I really am trying to put wellness more at the front of my mind and really thinking about that. And what you just said is kind of like a newer concept to me that we do wake up feeling energized and we do wake up feeling well. And so to me and to those mamas that are kind of in my position or maybe even just starting this journey, it can feel very overwhelming. Like, do I need to go buy a plot of land, you know, a mile out of town and, you know, get my own manure. So I know that it's like all fresh and whatever is there, there's gotta be somewhere between like McDonald's every day and buying an acre of land and growing our own food. So before I get to the acre of land, what are some top tips that you feel like just dipping your feet in the shallow end of the water is a good way to get started? What are some of those things that, that we can get started doing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, the dream would be, well, but I don't really want to farm my own food. I want someone to do that for me. But, you know, <laughs> eating like eating everything organic and everything that would just be lovely, but it's not, it's not doable. Well, it's not doable for me at the moment. Um, I would love it. I would love a personal chef to, you know, make my own food, but it's I mean, just if we're not, dreaming. Let's go yeah. big, right? <laughs> if we're dreaming. Yeah. But so my first thing would be just start to read labels, start to read labels of um, food you're eating and with food, what you can start to first um, get rid of, I guess, is food with numbers. So in the ingredient list, looking at the um, all the additives. So if there's things like, you know, color and then it's got 320 next to it, then you just go, no, thank you. And looking at those kinds of things. And that would be if you were just starting to dip your toe in, not eating food with numbers would be my first. That's kind of, for us, food is the last thing that we've changed over. Um, and we're kind of, re we're really still on that journey of cleaning out our food. My husband eats like a six-year-old boy. Like you'd look at his lunch for work and think that I've packed a preschooler's lunch. But anyway, um, so we're really on that journey. But I just want to share that because people think that, you know, oh, you must just, switch it all over on one day and have it all together absolutely not like there are still times that 
you know, drive through fries from McDonald's is what I can do to give my kids food when they're screaming in the car because they're hungry. So, but yeah, but controlling what you have at home is the best thing. And then with food, getting rid of things with numbers and then looking at um, your personal care items and um, getting rid of things with the word fragrance would be my first pick. Uh, And unfortunately, the thing is with personal care items is um, there's greenwashing, which means that a lot of uh, products in the supermarket you look at and they might be labelled natural, they might be labelled pure, uh, but there's no one regulating it. So actually not just looking at the pretty marketing because marketing, you can put what you want on there, but looking at the ingredients Um, And there's this app called The Chemical Maze. And I think it's like 10 bucks or something, but it's the, or $10, you probably don't say bucks. (laughs) No, we do. We do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, But it's so worthwhile. I think it's one of the only apps I have paid for. And you can actually pop in your ingredients in there and it will give you a rating of it, like a smiley face rating. And then it will say what this chemical is derived from and what are the effects on the body. So that's a really good place to start. It's a bit intense to like be doing it in the supermarket going, I just need to put all these ingredients in there. Um, But, you know, like, yeah, just starting to read labels and get familiar with labels is a massive thing. That's super helpful and very tangible because most of us, this is where it's starting is in the markets. What is it that we can do to change little by little? And I never really, I kind of admittedly, sadly, would laugh at people that would um, not allow red dye number 30. Is that what it is? Because there's, I don't know all the studies that go with it. And I was like, what's that got to do with anything? Um, But apparently it has a lot to do with it because I'm guessing our body was not meant to eat red dye number 30 or any other dye number, whatever. Um, This is so super helpful. And yes, it might take a few extra minutes while you're in the market, but, you know, maybe make it your like time away, like leave the kids at home. This is like your little vacation (laughs) moment. Go, go read the, go read the labels. Um, and like my mind is blown. I've taken like a page of notes of stuff that I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to, this is what I'm looking for. Is there any one or two maybe ingredients that you keep seeing over and over again in either food products or, um, personal care items that is just kind of like a, a red flag? You've mentioned fragrances, you've mentioned the colors with numbers, but is there anything else that might be popping up? Um, There certainly is a few, and I honestly can't think of them off the top of my head, but really, (laughs) because I don't know, because they're all such long names that you can't even pronounce. You don't know how to read. And and I honestly just look at the app and go, oh, yeah. (laughs) But the thing is, right, with... So with food, uh, I'll give you an example. So the other night we were making pizzas. So I had to go to the store and buy um, bases and the pizza sauce and the toppings. And I was looking for a pizza sauce. And because I was like, 
I don't have time to make one because, you know, I'd, I'd love to, but I don't have time. So I thought I need to get one from the shop. I'll look at the labels and, you know, it's like all these extracts and, you know, flavors and colors and all these things. I was like, I just want one with none of that. Is, is this going to be impossible? And then I found one. And the trick is it's normally on the high shelves or the low shelves because those brands that do don't put the rubbish in can't afford to pay the supermarkets to be at eye level. And that was something that I learned that products actually pay for their placement on supermarket shelves. So they can't afford, they can only afford to be on the very top shelf or the very bottom shelf. So generally that's where you're looking. Um, and so I looked at, I don't know, about eight different pizza sauces, paste and everything. And then I found one on the top shelf that was um, tomatoes, water and salt. Wow. So it, it doesn't have, it sounds like it, it's complicated, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, but yeah, when, if, so, when things come up, I have a few on my Instagram that's like, avoid this one, but really to start with, um, fragrance and numbers. I love it. That is super simple. And you've just taken this, this massive thing and made it like, okay, I can, I can start there. I'm a big fan of like, find one thing, master that. And then move on to the next thing. Um, thank you so much, Elise. This is like opened my eyes big time. And I know that my listeners are the same way. I bet we're all going to find each other at the market being like, okay, I'll look around and see everybody looking at the labels. I'll be like, oh, that has a number. Nope, it's too low. Nope. <laughs> so is there anything else that you would like to add or anything that maybe you wish you had known when you got started? Um just any other thing that's kind of popped you in your head. Yeah. So the thing with that, right, is one, normalize looking at labels, but also that we vote with our dollar. So if we stop buying the rubbish then and start buying the good stuff, then everyone's going to feel that. And that's going to then bring more income into the companies that are doing the good thing and bringing in everything but like it doesn't it doesn't have to be hard and I think that that was one thing I guess when I was getting started was I would look at everything go oh my gosh it's going to be really expensive it's really hard and I would just get so overwhelmed and wouldn't be able to do it but it's just really you just do one step better so now I'm at a point where I make my own cleaning sprays because I it's like three ingredients and it's done and that's what I clean the whole entire house with Um, so I'm at that point where like, I make my own things now, but you don't have to start there. You don't, you can just take it one step at a time. So like if your, um, if your moisturizer runs out, then just replace that with a better option. Or next time you need to do a grocery shop, just what you would normally get as you were getting something off the shelf, just look and go, is there a better option? And just start there just by asking yourself, is there a better option? Because, and I always says, if you listen to me for more than two minutes, you know that I love um, the whole saying around know better so you can do better. Because once we know better, if we don't know, then we can't do. 
But once we know better, we can then do better. And then, yeah, that just has the roll on effect. So but it doesn't have to be hard. I love that. I absolutely love that. I love what you said, normalize looking at labels, because I know there's been many times where I'm just like, I don't want to be that person looking at all the labels. Why would I not want to be? I'm looking for what's best for my family. And we vote with our dollars. Absolutely. If we're spending money on the crap, then they're going to make more crap. (laughs) That's just how it works. And absolutely. Once you know better, you do better. And I think that that is such a great, you know, you run out of your moisturizer. Now you find something that is just, it's just better. And there's so many options to choose from. So many, you can definitely find something that's going to work for you. Well, thank you so much. Where can everyone find you? Yes. So I'm mainly active over on Instagram and it's at wholesome mama and mama is M U M M A because Australia. Uh, and on podcasts, I have a show, the wholesome mama show. Thank you so much. Can I just say how much I love when you say you fall pregnant, but it's just like the <laughs> cutest thing, like all of your phrases, like, I just want to start adopting, you know, I'm going to talk about rubbish and I'm not going to fall pregnant, but I know other people other people will it's it's just so so adorable I think it's yeah I could I listen to you all day trip, trip over and oh I'm pregnant apparently <laughs> well you know maybe. Oh, but thank you thank you so much for having me it's been lots of fun chatting to you it absolutely has well you have a fantastic day and I just appreciate you being a voice in this world um promoting good health because God created this one body and we need to do the best for it. And he also created McDonald's. So I do think McDonald's French fries are probably okay. Uh, (laughs) Maybe not, but when you know better, you do better. And I think that's a great motto to live by. So thank you so much, Elise. I just pray God, God bless you today. Okay. You know, the drill. If you love the episode, you learned something, please take a screenshot and tag me, tag Elise and share it in your stories and we will share it so that we can thank you. But before I let you go, friend, you're in the network marketing space. You're one of my Julies. You've been listening. Maybe you've joined the Facebook community. Maybe you want to go do it. Bitly slash network marketing mamas. But girl, if you are ready to level up and really you're looking to get an extra set of eyes on what you're doing here. Sometimes we just have to step outside of ourselves to really see what's going on. And friend, that's me. I want to help you. Whether you're frustrated, you're not sure where to, you know, what to be shooting for, um, what goals to set, how to level up, how to move that needle. Maybe you don't know who your ideal client is. We talk about it and you're like, yeah, 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 that sounds great, but how do I do that? You've done the download, but you just need a little extra help. Whatever it happens to be, I am here. And through the end of June, I am doing two things to my coaching sessions. One, I'm giving you an extra 15 minutes. And two, I'm taking $10 off. So go to bit.ly slash G-A-T-G coaching, growth against the grain coaching, G-A-T-G coaching and schedule your call. You can grab it now. So this special price is only good through the end of June, but you don't have to schedule it for tomorrow. I mean, 
unless it works, but you can schedule it for up to 60 days out. Grab your grab it now at this price. I'm giving you an extra 15 minutes, so it's a 45-minute session. We are going to go through all of those things that you are needing so that we can create a plan to get you where you want to go. Again, go to bit.ly slash G-A-T-G slash coaching, schedule your coaching call. You're going to get an extra 15 minutes and you're going to save $10. See you soon. Hey there, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and learned something new or helpful, it would mean so much to me if you hit subscribe or snap a pic, share it in your social, and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping our unicorn tribe grow. Until next time, keep being you.